Welcome to Streaming Into the Voids, What's New in Streaming, where we discuss the highlights of what's available for you to stream this week. I'm Kim Hollis, and with me are Tim Bridey and David Mumpower. We'll start with Netflix, which has a whole bunch of things coming out on April 1st, April Fool's Day, the worst day of the year. <laughs> First one is Coco Melon Season 5. Join JJ on more adorable adventures, sing-along lessons, and educational fun with his family and friends. It will never leave the ratings chart. It, no, never going away. Mm-mm. I'm just realizing we've been talking about Coco Melon this entire time, and I had no idea there was a character named JJ. I, no, no, nor did I. Nope, me either. Is his last name Coco Melon? Is it JJ Coco Melon? I, I don't have any idea. I am not the Coco Melon expert here. All right, next up is Trivia Quest, History, Art, Science, Pop Culture, and more. Quiz yourself across varying levels of difficulty in this interactive trivia series. So now they're doing Jeopardy knockoffs. Are they going to do a Will of Fortune knockoff also? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think this, if it's it's done well, this could be something. I think the interactiveness of it, yeah, if they can make it like a, a regular thing. I think I think they have some, something here because we talked yeah. about it when they when they announced it a couple weeks ago on the main the main podcast. Yeah, I think it's got a chance. Also from April 1st is Get Organized with the Home Edit Season 2. Clea and Joanna return to tame the clutter of celebrities and everyday clients with their signature rainbow style and open a door into their lives. Yeah, it's basically just them going in and remodeling people's houses or organizing people's houses. All right, next up is Apollo 10 and a half, a space age childhood. A man narrates stories of his life as a 10-year-old boy in 1969 Houston, weaving tales of nostalgia with a fantastical account of a journey to the moon. It actually sounds like a young adult version of The Astronaut Farmer, which is a relatively obscure, quite good Billy Bob Thornton movie. And I can see this doing well because kids always dream of going to space. Yeah, for sure. Next up, also on April 1st, is Forever Out of My League. Life hangs in the balance after Murda's operation with true love just within reach. But can the heart prevail against old secrets and fickle fate? Oh, wow. I hate this based on the description. Yeah, I didn't like it based on the trailer. So there you go. Next up on April 1st is Battle Freestyle. Amelie is elated when her and Mikhail's dance crew is selected to compete in Paris, but becomes distracted when she reunites with her estranged mother. For those of you who want to step up while stomping the yard, here is the worst knockoff <laughs> Josh Holloway from Lost actually led a dance trooper in a movie, which I swear to God is a real thing. <laughs> you got served. <laughs> okay. Another April 1st release, we're coming up to the end of them, I swear, is Celeb 5, Behind the Curtain. Jokes and improv take center stage as comedian girl group Celeb 5 brainstorms material for a comedy special in this behind-the-scenes mockumentary. This is South Korean, and Celeb 5 is a real comedian girl group. 
And it actually looks really good because you realize how much of a comedian's life is coming up with bad ideas and then dismissing them because they're so stupid. But, you know, when you're part of a group, you have to pitch the idea and then sell it. And they're just looking at you like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So it basically is like, you know, the last 30 years behind the scenes at Saturday Night Live because all their skits have been stupid. Yep. Okay. And we move on to The Last Bus, season one. A group of mismatched students on a school trip become unlikely heroes when a robot apocalypse zaps away the rest of humanity. And Raul actually made a comment here. It says, looks to have about the same quality of writing, acting, and special effects as an episode of Doctor Who. And I don't know whether he means that in a positive or negative way. Well, I hope I hope he means it in a negative way because the trailer was trash and I turned it off when there was a poop joke. It reminded me of a much younger skewing version of Attack the Block. And Attack the Block is one of those weird films that nobody really realizes has incredible pop culture impact because it launched a Doctor Who and a Star Wars lead actor. Mm -hmm. But that's a really good movie. This just looks so cheap and stupid. Mm -hmm. It looks really, really bad. What's the point anyway? Because the reality is everybody's just going to be watching Is It Cake on April 1st anyway. Yes, correct. (laughs) Or... They might alternatively be watching The Bubble. Judd Apatow writes and directs this comedy about the trials and tribulations of filming a movie in a COVID bubble, starring Karen Gillan, Pedro Pascal, David Duchovny, Keegan-Michael Key, Leslie Mann, of course, Fred Armisen, and many, many more, and it looks really hilarious. Tim, have you seen this trailer? No, people were talking about it when it when it dropped the other day, and I meant to to check it out. And the the concept seems interesting. I'm I'm curious if the actors. I almost think it'd be more interesting if the actors just played fictional versions of themselves. So. The reason why I'm asking is because I, I'm really curious to hear your opinion. It is a killer concept, and the idea is there's like a dumb sequel to a film that they have actually scheduled, and then the pandemic hits. So they're in the middle of nowhere shooting a film, and suddenly social distancing the thing is they're they're doing all of these already ridiculous Hollywood stunt things to tell a story. And on top of that, now they're dealing with the pandemic, and Judd Apatow... (laughs) It seems like he's talked to every director friend he knows about how ridiculous it was filming during the pandemic, and he took notes. This looks amazing. (laughs) Yep, every stupid thing that anybody did, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up is Jimmy Savile, A British Horror Story, which is a limited series coming on April 6th. Yep, TV star Jimmy Savile, termination with his eccentricity and philanthropy, but sexual abuse allegations expose a shocking unseen side of his persona. He's not obviously well-known in America. He was most famous for being the post on the BBC show Top of the Pops. Yep. I actually learned who he was um, just a couple weeks ago via a YouTube video, and he is a horrible, horrible monster. Yes, he is a not be very, yes, he is a very awful human being. It would basically be like if Buffalo Bob Smith or Bob Keeshan, if one of them suddenly turned out to be a sexual predator. I mean, it is just impossible to imagine. And yet here we are. Yeah, just terrible, terrible stuff. On April 7th is Return to Space. Elon Musk and SpaceX engineers embark on a historic mission to return NASA astronauts to the International Space Station and revolutionize space travel. Sorry, I stopped listening when you said Elon Musk. Yep. 
You shouldn't have. It is the most ass-kissing thing I have ever seen on Netflix. It is just a puff piece. It is a disgrace. Yeah. Okay, and we close out Netflix with Senso, Murder of a Soccer Star, Season 1. Soccer player Senso Meiwa was a national hero before his murder shocked South Africa. Who did it and why? This docuseries dives into the evidence. So we had a couple not-so-cheery shows from them. Okay, Disney Plus on April 1st brings us Better Nate Than Ever. 13-year-old Nate Foster has a fantasy of becoming a Broadway star, but he can't even get a role in the middle school drama's production. But when auditions open up for a Lilo (laughs) Pitch musical, Nate sets off for New York City at his big break. It stars Lisa Kudrow and Ruby Wood in his first movie role, and I feel like I'm going to watch this whether I want to or not. Yep, and we're going to be learning all the songs to that Lilo and Stitch musical, so just get ready. And I know this is, you know, you know the younger audience, but Better Nate Than Ever is probably in the running for a, just an equally dumb title as that show from last week, Life and Beth. Yes, <laughs> it's not a great title. Yeah. I'm actually just mentally equating them. I hadn't realized, okay, so there's two terrible titles in seven days. All right. <laughs> yeah. At least this one is skewing young versus the one that goes in the humor. Yeah. Yeah. Kim's just defending it because it's Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, baby. All right. HBO Max on April 7th has Tokyo Vice season one based on Jake Edelstein's nonfiction firsthand account of the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Beat stars Ansel Elgort and Kim Watanabe. The drama captures Edelstein's daily descent into the neon-soaked underbelly of Tokyo where nothing and no one is truly what or who they seem. And Michael Mann directs the pilot. If you didn't know, once upon a time, A person who was very high up at NBC just wrote down two words, MTV Cops, and that's how we got Miami Vice. This actually looks like somebody wrote down MTV Reporter in Japan, and that's how we're getting Tokyo Vice. And honestly, it just, it pains me that somebody as incredible as Ken Watanabe is stuck with Ansel Elgert, who as a reminder, probably can't work right now in America because of all kinds of allegations. Yeah. Okay, on Amazon Prime Video, April 1st brings The Outlaws Season 1. The hit UK comedy finally comes to U.S. streaming. Created by and starring Stephen Merchant with Christopher Walken, Darren Boyd, and Rianne Barreto, a community service work crew find a bag full of money and get in trouble with the wrong kind of people, and I have heard great things. Yeah, Stephen Merchant is somebody who's already starred in an American HBO show. He also had a huge hand in The the Office, the British version. And on top of that, Good Place fans will know him as the accountant in a very, very memorable episode. He has a very quirky, offbeat sense of humor, and that makes him the perfect comic foil for zany characters around him. And yeah, we know some people who are obsessed with this show. On Apple TV+. Plus. Boy, there's a lot of stuff coming out on April 1st, is Slow Horses Season 1. Starring Gary Oldman and Kristen Scott Thomas, Slough House is where MI5 dumps their unwanted agents. Here, they're supposed to sit out the rest of their careers. But these slow horses may have just uncovered a case that could redeem them all. 
I mean, I'm looking at this wondering how in the world Apple TV was able to get Gary Oldman to agree to do television. Uh, this looks amazing. It, and, yeah, you know, I've, I've watched this trailer. It does look very, very good. Yeah, we're going to watch it, period. Apple TV Plus right now is really hot. I mean, they are really just hot. getting a lot of momentum. Yes. And, and by I, the time you hear this, they could have had the best picture. True. That's right. I was just going to say time will tell. We're recording this on March 25th. But yeah, there is, is a pretty decent chance that they're going to take best picture with Coda this year. So we'll see. Maybe we eat our words, but. Uh, yeah so boy there's a lot of things for you to watch all of them seem to come out on april 1st so go watch something 